Welcome to the Soul Archaeology Podcast, a space for connection, resonance, witnessing, and learning. Together we'll harvest medicine from the spiral of life, sharing conversations with other embodied humans who have navigated their own initiations and found alignment with their true soul essence. With weekly astrology, energy updates, embodied conversation, and channeled teachings, this is a space for you to land and find resonance with the spiral of your own soul. Hello there, welcome back to Soul Archaeology. I'm so happy to be back here with you. It feels like we're finally getting some sort of traction as we start to initiate and begin to move forward following the holidays. I'm still dealing with this sort of like respiratory thing, although it's pretty much moved through. It's kind of still bringing me through these different layers of initiation and um, these upgrades that I've been navigating for the past few weeks and I won't go into a lot of the detail around it, but it it really, you know, if you've ever worked with me or if we've spoken about this in particular, I, I see illness and viruses as upgrade opportunities. There's something within us that's needing to shift. There's something within us that's needing a, like, more time and space to really integrate, release, um, to move out. And it really depends on the person and what they're navigating and what the specific upgrade is. For me, I'm still not totally clear on what it was. I'm kind of waiting for the clarity to come through. I, I can tell it was definitely a, um, a a hard upgrade for me. And there was a lot as far as my mission here that was getting downloaded. And I just really needed the space to do that. You know, I, I've been, this 2023 was a, an incredibly busy year for me. It was, I was making a lot of moves with work. I started this podcast. Um, we moved homes. I was taking care of Arlo as a senior, carrying him around and carrying him outside to go to the bathroom and just a lot of things that were moving very quickly, especially the second half of the year. And I felt like, I was sort of always running out of time. It was this interesting energy that began to accelerate towards the end of the year. And I think part of it is when the nodes shifted into Aries and Libra, I just felt this pressure to be doing more, to be um, working more, to be deepening into my you know, purpose and my work and my service to my clients and to all of you. But it definitely started to wear on my system. And I was I have a Mars and Aries. So sometimes I have a tendency to really push until I don't realize that that's what I'm doing. I don't realize, you know, I don't realize it until I sort of crash. And so it's been a beautiful, you know, lesson in sort of identifying where is my, uh, like, what is my relationship with rest? Do I actually rest? And I've been working with a few clients on this as well. There's a lot of programming. um, There's a lot of uh, you know, I think a lot of misinformation around what rest actually is as well. I think we assume that if we're resting, 
um, or if we're, you know, lying down or watching a movie, we're resting, but really, you know, our, our brain and our mind are still working so much. And for me, I found that it's almost more restful to be quiet in nature, even going for a walk than it is to be on my phone or watching something on TV or, you know, talking to someone because it really allows me to sort of drop into my own space and into my own internal landscape and ask what I need to, you know, what what needs to come through for me. So I've been getting hella upgrades over the last few weeks. Um, I was working really closely with Mother Mary, with um, Jesus, who are two ascended masters that I work closely with in my work um, personally. And I've felt such a deepened connection with my service and my work and why I'm here, not intellectually, like not through the mind, because there really hasn't been a whole lot that is crystallized as far as what my offerings are this year. I've been called to do group work for a few years and I haven't had the exact sort of framework download through, but I can just feel the embodiment of my work more. I can feel more and more why I'm here, what I'm here to embody more than anything, that it's not as much about what I'm offering, but it's more about what I'm embodying. And I've just been feeling so deeply this desire to embody more light, to embody more love, to embody more joy. And as we encourage that and and move more towards that, of course, there's a lot of density that has to move through and, um, being here in St. Louis, which is where I grew up. I'm around my family, who I love so much, but of course have history with and, you know, my own, um, you know, traumas and, and things that get activated when I'm around family, which I know many of you get because we have talked to you about it in sessions and we've discussed it. Um, but it's for me, it's always this uh, journey of staying present with what I'm feeling, but not getting sucked into it. And I can really feel this desire to live so deeply connected to my mission, my purpose, my light. And like I said earlier, it's not as much about what I'm offering, right? Um, Sometimes doing this work, there's always a, there's pressure to create a new course, a new offering, the new thing. And it's just, for me, has been more about refining what it is, the medicine that I'm channeling through me, the medicine that I, you know, implement in my own life, what really works that I found, you know, and just refining that, um, learning more about it, embodying it more so that I can just be sort of a safe vessel um, and create a safe container for people to navigate what they're navigating. And um, it's, it's, it's a little bit of the wild, wild west in this, in this work that we do um, because there's just, like I said, there's, there's this weird pressure to create and pressure to do all the time because, you know, being an entrepreneur and being someone who, um, you know, creates their own offerings, marketing that is more aligned with, you know, the fast paced capital, you know, capitalism driven realm that we exist within just does not resonate with me. And 
I've been working with that, the sort of balance between that and, you know, the work I want to do and how I want to do it and how I want to embody it. And it's it's just something I've been reckoning with for a long time and sort of sitting with and, and trying to understand. And so I'm finding my footing and my grounding, but the beginning of the year, certainly, you know, I talked about this in the last episode, but there's always this pressure to sort of wake up January 1st, a totally new human, jump out of bed, have all of these new rituals and practices, bypass all of the wiring you've been working to sort of shift and change. And it's all of a sudden these these high expectations to create a new framework for a new year when really that takes time. You know, it takes time to transform and to shift and to really create transformation from the bottom up, which is what I'm always focusing with with clients. And that doesn't mean that you can't have intentions and rituals and practices and things that you want to implement in the new year. But I just want to take a little bit of the pressure off your plate and to remind you that change is slow and steady. And I will say that I've seen wild transformation occur in just one session with someone, you know, and there there are times where I notice a pattern shift almost immediately for people. But, you know, that also means that when a pattern shifts, it takes time for that to integrate on the physical plane. The physical plane, the 3D is much more dense, which means whatever we're shifting in the quantum can take a little bit longer to shift on the physical plane to see the actual results play out. And that's different for every person. But I just want to remind you that change is a combination of, you know, energetics, subconscious work, and also physical plane choices. And that's where this time kind of comes in because we have, um, we're in Capricorn season. And Capricorn's interesting. It's a cardinal earth sign. So it is a lot about initiation. It's a lot about um, discipline and doing the things each and every day, moment to moment, that will get you where you want to be. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. It's ruled by the planet Saturn. And Saturn is all about, it's it's the masculine planet. It's the the fatherly planet because it's interested in rules, structures, um, any type of containers that create maturation and you know, self-actualization and responsibility. It's it's the planet of taking the reins of our lives and um, choosing to do things differently, do things in a way that feels in alignment with our destiny, in alignment with where we're headed. It is a planet of expectation. So we can feel pressure this time of year to initiate, to change, to sort of shift everything all at once. And then on top of it, we have the societal pressure of the new year. You know, a lot of companies make a whole lot of money on us, you know, feeling pressure to begin working out more, to eat healthier, to, you know, create these big, huge New Year's resolutions. And it's a lot of it's just capitalism driven, you know, it's just, um, 
it's a big time of year for a lot of companies to make a lot of money. And so they kind of push. I mean, I know the grocery stores I've been going to, all of their supplements are on sale right now. A lot of the gyms are running sales and I totally get it. And believe me, I am always for people waking up one day and deciding that this is the day they're making big change. I am always for the self-starters and for the initiators and for anyone and anyone who's deciding to take the reins of their lives and start making, start taking self-responsibility and making daily choices that are in alignment with their higher self. That is like something I'm always on board with. But I'm also always on board for people listening to what truly feels in alignment for them and doing things and making choices because it feels right and in alignment rather than because it's what they feel pressure to do. So it's always an, it's an enlightening time of year. I think my relationship with January 1st has been changing a lot, you know, over the last 10 years. And I see it more as a time of reflection, especially because the last two years we've spent January 1 in Mercury retrograde. So it's a time of reflection anyway. And it's such a, you know, it's a little bit more of a slow inward time. Mercury went direct on January 1st. So we had, you know, a pretty big shift that day. And I talked to a lot of people who were really feeling very tender on December 31st on New Year's Eve. We're feeling a lot surfacing around, you know, what had unfolded over the last year. They're, you know, feeling a lot surface around um, the last 15 years because Mercury was Uh, retrograding through Sagittarius, but Capricorn as well. And we're doing so much as far as revisiting, reflecting over the last 15 years as Pluto completes its transit through Capricorn this month. And it's been, you know, an interesting past few years. I talked about it in the last episode, but we've had a lot of this push and pull energy, this sort of desire to change, this desire to initiate, to create offerings um, projects, uh, just newness, um, inviting in creative energy in lots of different ways. But we've also had a lot of this like pulling back energy, this encouragement to really refine and to get clear on what it is that's actually in alignment. You know, I think that was initiated in 2020, but we're still in this kind of push and pull through 2024. I talked a lot about, but there will also be a lot of energy of initiation too, like I said, and um, especially as Pluto moves into Aquarius, especially as, um, you know, the Mar- the conjunction between, between Jupiter and Uranus, there's just a lot of activation energy, especially in the middle of the year. And then as we move towards the fall, it's a little bit more of that, you know, review as the planets move retrograde. And as we Uh, as Pluto moves back into Capricorn uh, for the election and for, you know, September through November, and then officially into Aquarius for 20 years in in November on November 19th. So it's a time of really sitting with what wants to be birthed through you, what wants to be created, not this year, not in the next 20 years, but just now, what feels right is this the right timeline to to pull it through? 
Mercury did go direct on January 1st, but we're still in the shadow. So we're still in this, you know, space of sort of reflection of revisiting things. Maybe you're feeling things you haven't in a long time. Maybe you have people coming back through that you're reckoning with, um, memories, maybe a lot's happening in your dream space and the subconscious. There's just a lot that's occurring. Um, and Mercury is definitely doing this sort of backward motion, you know, uh, or it's moving through where it uh, moved through in its retrograde phase. So it's still, we're still revisiting. And as it moves into Capricorn on the 13th, um, it completes its shadow. It is officially forward moving. We also have on the 11th, right around that time, we have a new moon in Capricorn as well, which is all about initiation energy. So the year started out pretty slow and now it's starting to pick up some momentum. I think I mentioned that in the last episode or the episode before that it would take a few weeks for us to feel, you know, some of that initiation energy and maybe you're feeling it already and that's great. It really depends on your own personal chart, your own personal lived experience, where you're at currently because so many people are in different places. But if you've been feeling a little sluggish, a little tender, maybe even, you know, melancholy, you are not alone. That's kind of been a common theme I've been noticing uh, more recently. And maybe there's a lack of clarity, like, you know, where do you want to go from here? What do you want to create this year? What wants to be the sort of next chapter? If it hasn't materialized, you are not alone. That's okay. I think this is kind of the dance that we're in. It's sort of like, recognizing this pressure to create, this pressure to shift, this pressure to evolve, to, you know, um, cross the threshold into the next chapter. But there's also, you know, maybe some data that's missing. We're not quite sure about certain parts or pieces or how they'll work out or where they'll come from. And that's completely okay. It's important just to allow yourself the space to be with the discomfort of the unknown while still taking steps to align yourself with the frequency you're calling in, with the timeline you're calling in. So for me, of course, I'm not totally clear on what my offerings will be in the next few months or over the next year, but I know that my work now is to stay present with what I'm feeling and also to create tools and practices and rituals that feel really in alignment with my higher self and with the frequency I'm wanting to embody. And these are the lessons of Saturn. They're the lessons of Capricorn. It's strong and steady and it's step by step. So sitting with what can you do right now to invite in more of what you're calling in, to create rituals and practices, daily habits that make your inner child feel safe and secure. The thing about Saturn is that It is a maturational planet, so it encourages us to take the reins of our lives, to initiate that self-responsibility. A lot of what I was talking about in the last episode, not becoming the victim of your life, but becoming the, you know, the champion of your life, Uh, acknowledging and recognizing that there has been trauma that's occurred. There's been, you know, events out of your control, but that you now are the adult that gets to choose how you live life. And of course, that involves 
a lot of work, right? It It's, I always 100% believe in bringing the nervous system into your process. So acknowledging where you currently are. I was working with a client last week and we were able to really identify that she spent most of her life in a free state. Um, it's where her procrastination comes in. It's where her, you know, um, hypervigilance is coming through. And so we're forming her container around really sort of like thawing the freeze and moving into a more mobilized state that feels good and safe and also expansive. So it's really important to acknowledge where you're currently at, the state of your nervous system, um, your somatic experience in the here and now, and how you can work with that to create more expansion, to mobilize more. And that involves, you know, consistency. Saturn loves consistency. Capricorn loves consistency. They both know that we don't achieve the state of being that we want to fully live within or embody without consistent practice. And I'm always, you know, experimenting with this myself and and realizing that, you know, obviously we're co-creators. So we are in full participation with our lives and that's where we create the change that we truly desire. When we show up to life as a practice, when we treat all of our, you know, tools and modalities as a practice, as, you know, just like yoga, showing up to your mat, um, seeing everything, all of the healing modalities, everything that we talk about on here, it's all a practice. And it involves us being the co-creator and showing up just as much as we um, expect the universe to show up to make the choices that are in alignment with what we're calling in. So it's important to remember that as a co-creator, you have a responsibility to show up for life, you know, and that probably starts with looking at the, the somatic experience within your body and you know, what is the landscape of your nervous system and how expansive do you feel? If you feel contracted and shut down, it will be hard to bypass through that. It will be hard to convince your mind and your body that you can move through things, um, you can move through discomfort, that you're strong enough for it. So it's important to sort of take inventory and look at, you know, what is your what is your day-to-day look like? How can you shift just a few things within that to create more safety, more expansion, more goodness, more joy, more light? What are some things that will enable or allow you to really process the emotions that are coming forward as you begin to make these changes? And how can you show up to your life as a practice seeing it as this beautiful dance of choices and um, universal participation, you know, God participating in, in the creation of your new timeline, but you being a co-creator within that. So knowing that you have free will to make the choices that are in alignment with your highest frequency, with your highest self. So we are in the wintering season which I've been talking a lot about. And and it is a a time of hibernation. This is in the Northern Hemisphere, by the way. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you're in, you know, the season of summer and it's it's a different lived experience. But 
if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, there is such an opportunity to stay inward, to stay present with what's transforming within you and to not bypass out of that in order to satisfy Saturn's desires for you at this moment in time. But to sort of take this opportunity, this this reflective time to look at your day-to-day, what did your 2023 day-to-day look like? What were your normal routines, rituals, practices? Do you need something else right now? Are you living in alignment with the seasons? Does it feel supportive and nourishing for your system? Are you feeling depleted? And then begin to make those choices, you know, like honoring Saturn within this time and space to make choices that feel in alignment with embodying more light, embodying more love, embodying more joy. For me, I'll just kind of give you some of the things I'm focusing on right now. Um, Food, definitely, because I believe so strongly that how we fuel and nourish our body has a direct impact on our on all of our bodies, on our mental, emotional, physical well-being, um, our nervous system, our immune system. I'm looking at my movement practices. Um, intuitive and somatic movement are really important to me. So whatever state I'm in, knowing what practices are helpful for those states, really focusing. I want to get back into my yoga practice um, because it is such a, a, a powerful way for me to connect with my body and my mental and emotional processing. So whether it be breath work or meditation, whatever I'm feeling um, in alignment with at the time, knowing that I'm I'm dedicating uh, a specific times of day to process whatever's flowing through me emotionally, whether that be physical movement or breathwork, meditation. Um, I do energy healings on myself often, which really help move things through. And the other part for me is development. So choosing the courses I'd like to take this year, the learnings I would like to invest my time and money in, um, definitely deepening, deepening my somatic studies. I'll be taking another somatic course this year and deepening my studies within um, somatic experiencing and really understanding the nervous system and how we can move and work with the body to bring altered states of being. And just really being okay with the fact that I'm not totally sure what the landscape of my work looks like this year. I mean, I the work I'm currently doing is the work I love, but I know I'd like to um, create, you know, a different offering, a group offering um, to expand my knowledge in these areas, but also realizing that um, I'm fully trusting source to bring me exactly where I'm meant to be. Um, I feel and have so much alignment with what I'm currently doing. So there's not a lot that I'm, you know, needing to get clarity around except what I'm fully embodying in this present moment and knowing that there are ways in which I want to sort of shift or um, change my daily practices to create more alignment with the life that I'm living. And I think that it's always, and we always have this opportunity. It's not because it's, January. It's not because it's Capricorn season. It's not because it's, you know, ruled by Saturn, but it's because there's opportunity in every single day 
to begin embodying the highest frequency, to embodying our highest self. And that's really what I'm focusing on is seeing the opportunity in each moment. It will definitely be an interesting 2024. I've, I know I did a whole episode on it in the last episode, so you can tune into that to get the full scoop. But I know it's such an important time to really anchor into ourselves and into our daily practices, our rituals, the thing that things that make us feel strong, resilient, um, expanded, because we'll need those tools as we move through 2024. So I encourage you to honor exactly where you are, to examine what's working and what isn't and how you can just begin to implement a few things per day. Maybe it's a morning practice and an evening practice that feels like it really nourishes your system. It feels supportive for building resilience, for building your capacity. It feels supportive of your all of your different bodies and to make those choices daily to stay in alignment with that. That's the long game. That's the strong way to approach this journey is to know um, from a resilient, uh, regulated nervous system to know that you get to change every single day. And it's in the small choices where we really begin to notice a transformation. With the new moon in Capricorn this week, we definitely have opportunity to begin and begin implementing some of these rituals and practices you're reflecting on. New moons are a time of initiation. They're a time of be- new beginnings. Uh, Capricorn is a cardinal energy or a cardinal sign, so it definitely has the energy of initiation in it as well. It wants to change. It wants to shift. It wants to grow, and it is willing to put in you know the hard work to do it. So just examine what that feels like in your system and in your body. I invite you to move at the pace that feels right for you but to begin to think about ways in which you can begin shifting and creating more alignment with your higher self. I do have one spot available beginning at the end of January for private mentorship. I have an incredible group of women that I'm working with um, the first quarter of 2024, and I'm so excited. This is, I just love this container so much. It's such a sacred container that I, um, feel so honored to offer and to really just walk with women through major transformation, um, through big change portals, uh, times of initiation and change. It's where we work together to examine where you're noticing this transformation in your life, how you can work with it, how you can begin to shift and change the patterns that have been keeping you stuck in old energy for a long time. It's a combination of somatic, shamanic, um, quantum healing. It's evolutionary astrology, and it's my most intimate container that incorporates all of the work I do into three months. And so we're meeting bi-weekly, communicating through Voxer, And really getting into your deep core layers, um, identifying the core wounds and where they originate from. It's almost always past life, ancestral, childhood related. Um, There's so much information and data in those spaces. And we just begin to loosen some of the threads to 
create healing in those spaces, to gain clarity around what it is um, that needs to be transformed within your life so that you can actually create the change on the physical plane. So this three-month container is, um, I only offer it to a small group of women each, uh, each quarter. And so I have one more spot available. If you are interested, you can book a clarity call on my calendar, um, send me an email, and uh, I just look forward to connecting with you. Thank you so much for your incredible, incredible support. As always, uh, this podcast is it makes me so happy. It's been we, I've been off schedule in December and early January with Arlo's passing and then the holidays, but I'm excited for us to be meeting once again weekly, uh, beginning now. So I hope you're experiencing. Um, some of this initiation energy I'm, I'm describing with Capricorn and Saturn and Mercury beginning to move out of its shadow as well. I hope you find clarity through this episode and I'm wishing you all the best. Have a beautiful week.